Greetings, everyone. I am Paula Bach, author of Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child. It's been a while since my last podcast. I thought perhaps it was time to walk away, and, and I did so for 30 days. However, my heart is hurting for the conflicts rising up in our world and, and the impact on our children. So today's podcast gives a simple solution. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And I would love it if you'd hit that share button. And I would also love it if you would sign up to get more podcasts and blogs. They're free and they will be for a long time. Okay, so what is today's subject? Tossing the pebble without seeing the ripple. A pebble of ideology cast into the troubled waters of our society may cause a ripple effect of anarchy for generations to come. But there is a simple solution. I talk out loud to God almost every night. My one-way conversation begins as a prayer of thanksgiving, continues with blessings for my friends and family, and ends up with, Did you get all that, God? Are you even able to hear me? Better yet, are you even there? The idea of people of faith never have doubts about God's presence in their lives is counterintuitive to the frail human spirit. For over four decades, I was defined as a teacher. Six years into my retirement, I now struggle with whether to make sporadic lists of things to do, create a grueling regimented daily schedule, or just sit and watch TV. My afternoons are filled with coaching singers, young and old. They certainly do bring some direction to my meandering path as I search for my purpose. I never wrote much of anything before I published my book, Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child. Until COVID hit, book signings and speaking engagements occupied my time. I desperately wanted to share my decades of experience with the purpose of helping students, parents, teachers, and administrators better communicate. COVID slammed that door. Why do I have to have such passion about changing American education for the better when my platform seemed to have little import? Well, how can God address my rather irrelevant issues of dealing with retirement when his creation is literally falling apart? With the Israeli war breaking out and our country divided as never before, I question where God is in all of this. Don't you? Before you hit delete because this sounds way too religious, please hear me out. I was ready to walk away from writing and podcasting because, frankly, I just didn't see the point. So in a recent conversation with God, I asked him for a sign. God whispered one, or was it my will whispering? I often get those two voices confused. I decided it was the first person me voice, so I ignored the gentle nudge. But then the signs kept coming, one in a vision, one in a book, one online, and a final one in real time. No, no, I'm not even close to a soothsayer or a religious zealot. 
I'm a retired teacher who wants to leave a legacy of improving our educational system. Desperate for a reason to keep writing, I yearned for God to give me a sign. So now you get to decide for yourself. The vision sign. As I lay wide awake that night, an insignificant memory drifted into my consciousness. When our son was young, we would spend the summers in Summit County, Colorado. It's an incredible location where small communities dot the shoreline of Lake Dillon. On a lazy afternoon, I would sit on the shore, watch the sailboats while my son threw pebbles into the lake. I remember watching the pebble hit the water and then instantly turned to see him tossing yet another one. However, I only saw the pebble displacing the water and not the reaction of the ripples. Newton's third law of motion states that for every action or force in nature, there is an equal and opposite reaction. But now, in the darkness of my room, I finally comprehend the enormous ripples spreading out from the little pieces of gravel. Why is this vision of distant memories relevant to me now? I still wasn't convinced this might be a prompt from God. The book sign. A few days later, I was reading Joining Jesus on His Mission. Greg Finke, author, wrote the following, and I quote, Think of God's restoration of our world like ripples on a pond that spread out from where a stone hits the water. Wow, it took my breath away. And yes, God, you have my attention through a, a stream of consciousness and, and then reading the above words. These revelations were joined by two more signs. The online affirmation. A couple of blogs ago, I wrote about a special lady who may not have known the positive impact she had on my life. I posted it on my hometown Facebook page and received a wonderful response. A few days ago, the administrator of that page informed me he was moving my blogs to the top of the page as he saw merit in them. Well, perhaps I do need to keep writing. And the final sign, real-time confirmation. This sign took place yesterday in the swimming pool. I try to do water aerobics three times a week, and in doing so, I've made some wonderful connections with women of faith. As I entered the cold water, my only intent was to find my place quickly and go through the rigors of bouncing and splashing. To my surprise, a new acquaintance motioned me over and remarked how she enjoyed reading my blog. I didn't even know she subscribed. Did she receive a God whisper to affirm me? Now, to those who are disconnected from any belief of a higher power, you must certainly think my God signs are just wishful wants being manifested. But as a believer, receiving four signs within days alerted me to God's nudging. Writing about a stone tossed into the lake and its ripple effect seemed obscure. But then it became clear. A small pebble of liberal ideology is cast into the cultural waters 
void of God. We notice the splash of this new theoretical concept, but then our attention is diverted to see yet another pellet of gravel displace the water, creating even more chaotic ripples. The world's and this country's leaders do not fathom the ripple effect of their actions. Our universities do not understand the ripple effect of ill-prepared teachers. School boards and administrators seemingly cannot comprehend the enormous ripple effect of their decisions to wedge race and gender in today's school curriculum. These New Age progressive ideologies are the product of a godless belief system which is creating a confused and divided country. We see these pieces of gravel disturb the waters of our society but fail to understand their ripple effect. However, my writing was still a bit stymied. With all things pertaining to God of the universe, I felt sure this ripple, pebble, ripple, whatever conundrum was just that. It was a confusing analogy. Mr. Finke went on to say, and I quote, Completion of the ripple is assured, a done deal, a slam dunk. So it is with God's rescue mission of redemption and restoration. Unquote. Does our world need rescuing? Yes. Here are some typical events of the past three years where a stone was cast, but the ripples ignored. Stone. School shut down. Ripple. Loss of learning compounded by negative classroom behavior. ACT scores of high school students are at a 30-year low. Stone. Children can not only question their gender, but now they can change it. Ripple. Instead of our educational system attaining the levels of learning lost, it now forces teachers to become psychologists, sociologists, and even medical doctors. Stone. Schools believe they have the right to keep parents from interacting with their children's education. Ripple. Parents are paying more attention to their children's schools and teachers, thus producing states with new laws guaranteeing school choice in soon-to-be 22 states. Stone. Children are now measured by their race. Ripple. We are growing a new culture divided by race, assigning children of color a victim mentality while assuming white kids are the oppressors. Stone. Our southern border is open. Ripple. Our schools were financially strapped before this invasion at the border. It is no longer quality education, but quantity for the masses. So how do we get here? Well, in my opinion, it was in 1962. In 1962, the U.S. Supreme Court vacated God from the public schools. It took us 61 years to go from a nation who, at the very least, acknowledged God to a nation who has completely turned from him. And it starts with the education of our children. 
Six days ago, the attack on Israel was barbaric, with babies decapitated, women raped, and brutal slayings of entire villages. How did Harvard University respond? By submitting a letter from student groups blaming Israel for the violence. The letter, authored by the Harvard Undergraduate Palestine Solidarity Committee, stated that students, and here I quote, hold the Israeli regime entirely responsible for all unfolding violence, unquote. It was co-signed by 33 student groups, not students, but groups. Our schools of higher education through the careless toss of an ideological stone, believe that the narrative can be manipulated by the loudest voices. Why is a retired public school teacher addressing today's ideological rot? Our children are navigating the abyss of floundering public schools which exhibit no moral compass, lowered expectations of achievement, and in some cases, total anarchy. Is God casting stones of wars, famine, and deadly viruses, causing ripples of pandemonium in order to get our attention? I believe now is the time to regenerate a belief system in the God who so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish. And why should we do this now? Living in a godless world of chaos has produced low-achieving schools, gender mutilation of children, the removal of the nuclear family, and rank racism. The American educational system has replaced the discipline of teaching her children with utter foolishness and, in some cases, complete depravity. Simplicity is in the solution. So where do we go from here? Quite frankly, if we do not turn around the direction our country is headed in the next election cycle, this country may never recover. The United States desperately needs leaders with vision, men and women of faith who understand their actions cause reactions. Stop voting partisan rhetoric and vet the people running for office. Make your voice heard at the ballot box. I've lived long enough to experience free love, drugs killing our kids, inflation, recessions, and schools drowning in Marxist propaganda. All of these have long-term generational effects. All have a direct correlation on the downward spiral of American education. On my blog, I have a poster that reads, The safest place in all the world is in the will of God. How can multi-religions find a seat at the table of education reform? By acknowledging there is a higher power. Consider just a few of these truths from 25 proven Bible truths every kid must know. Number one, we are God's creation. Number two, my choices have consequences. Number three, human life is sacred. Number four, I can find peace in God. If avowed atheists, peoples of other cultures and religions are opposed to these truths, 
Perhaps it is time for them to consider schools better suited for their belief system. Forcing public schools' obedience to liberal, godless ideologies has not increased test scores. It has not lessened crime, and for sure it has not made better citizens. In the darkness of my room, my one-way conversations with God give me peace. I am open to his whispers as they cannot be ignored. Gentle nudges and even full-out shoves to stand up against evil must be heeded. God loves all people, but he does not love all ideas. I am not a religious person or some biblical scholar. I simply believe with a childlike faith in the challenging times ahead and I truly believe we are about to see a turn for the worse. We must cast our eyes to our Creator for hope and refuge. And when our faith is not resolute, remember this. If we think God has moved away from us, know that it is we who have moved away from Him. In your one-way conversations with God, I pray he will give you the courage to speak out against evil. The ripple effect could produce a life-saving, course-altering path to a better world for our kids. In the darkness of your room, do not be afraid to ask God to whisper to your heart. You may be amazed by his prompt. It's just that simple.